Welcome to the Divine Feminine's podcast and channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, we're talking about a formula for self-confidence. This is something that I think is so important for men and women, but particularly women, because it's so easy to lose track of your own self-esteem and your own self-confidence, especially as us women, we're always nurturing and caring for others, and we tend to leave ourselves at the end of the queue. So before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe this channel with Divine Feminines on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google. We're also on Instagram and TikTok, and that's Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. Why like and subscribe this channel? Where we talk everything from mind, body, soul, empowerment, divine masculine, divine feminine, balancing those energies, becoming your best self, soul growth, connecting to the source that is you, and moon magic and moon manifestation portals and all of that great stuff i love the astros i'm not an expert astrologer but i definitely track things and i bring you my channel messages and my guidance of what i think is most relevant to hear at this time so the formula the self-confidence formula is what i want to go through and i think you know part of that is definitely self-nurture It's definitely based on self-compassion. It's based upon boundaries and real self-awareness. And it's, it's not easy because, you know, as you hear me talk about, you know, the rise of the divine feminine, it can be pretty tough when the divine feminine is, you know, from and is inherently inherently been passed down through her lineage distortions. And that doesn't make you know, the feminine um, lineage that we come from, bad or negative, it's because of hundreds of years and, you know, even thousands of of challenging distortions and oppression to the female. And the female, the female archetype, the divine feminine, not really being in her power because she has been shaped and molded to be something else that society wants. And so, you hear me talk about that a lot, but I think in this particular episode, I want to give you some takeaways of how you can self-cultivate your self-esteem, build that confidence, and it definitely connects to your self-worth and how you feel about yourself. You know, cultivating higher self-esteem is important because why? Because it benefits you, makes you feel good, makes you feel positive and when you are in that positive feel good vibration and frequency well you know what happens there greatness comes because you feel good you attract more good and you're in that flow state and you're in that feeling of really just enjoying your journey and loving who you are and this does also connect to self-love these are all interconnected interwoven it's not just okay i'm going to build my self-confidence over here and then I'll go and build my self-worth and then I'll do some self-love. They are all interconnected. It all it all comes down to that connection to yourself. And when giving that time and that commitment and the connection to yourself, you can really bring all of those areas together quite nicely. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. It's part of what, you know, what I've been doing for a good part of I'd say the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years, I've had to really go, I've doubled down on myself um, and really just focused on me. And you know what, I call it, you can call it selfish, but 
if it's selfish, it's a good kind of selfish and it's necessary. And when people give me compliments of how I show up, just the vibe I'm in, the way I present myself, it's because I'm self-investing and I'm taking that time to make myself feel good. And it's not just convincing myself or just trying to fob myself off and kind of be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna just persuade you, Steph. No, Steph is gonna do what Steph really knows is gonna make her feel good. And you know, in that pursuit, it doesn't mean that I always came out knowing exactly what it was. We've got to be explorative, explorative. We've got to be, you know, in a discovery kind of state of mind. We've got to just be, you know, playful and be open-minded to try different things. And if we try something, we don't quite like it. We just go, okay, that didn't really like that. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try something else and, and not feel like that is something that is, you know, negative because it's part of us discovering more about ourselves. And that is beautiful because we get to know more about ourselves. Now, in this moment that I'm talking about, it's important to have your self time. If you're constantly with people and you're constantly giving your time and your energy to others, you're always keeping yourself busy and you're almost just in this rush, like life is just happening and there's no real con conscious and intentional navigation through it. I mean, and I'm not saying controlling your life, I'm talking about, you know, you're making time for yourself, you've got balance. If you don't really have that, then that's gonna have to be number one because that is going to have a big impact to your self-confidence and to being able to connect with yourself and then do that self-discovery and do things that are gonna boost your self-esteem. You know, there's a lot of things, and I'm gonna go into the formula in a minute, but there's a lot of things that you might just wanna have a mental note with yourself and just ask yourself, okay, is that something I do? And, and, and if it is, you're not bad for it, okay? But it's good to just have that, that understanding, the self-recognition, okay? Is do you, mull over things do you ruminate do you kind of constantly overthink this is kind of very not kind of this is a form of attachment so are you kind of attached to a certain thought feeling or just it could be quite and it and, and most times it can be quite negative so if it's something that's a bit fearful like oh um it could be about your partner and oh i don't think that they are now, you know, this is a tricky one because you might be like, oh, I think that they're interested in someone else or they don't love me or whatever it is. Look, that goes quite deep and, you know, they could be very much into you, but you're, you've got this self-confidence issue and self-worth issue that you're not able to realise how much they actually are into you. Now, in the end, if you continue to be like that, you almost push that person away because it vibrates that. But... You know, I'm not, not saying that that person might actually have interest elsewhere. You've got to be grounded in yourself to understand and connect with your intuition. But it could be a rumination of negative thoughts about work, about life, about how you look, or about, you know, what you're wearing, or what family or friends think of you. You might just con constantly connect to these things, but they are negative things. They're not going to serve you any good, and they're not going to make you feel good, and therefore not make you feel confident. And connected to that is negative self-talk. I've spoken about this way back when I started the podcast, but it's one to definitely, and I've spoken about it a few times before, um, since, but it's one I always will come back to. It's our negative self-talk that can really be, you know, the biggest impact, you know, how we treat ourselves, what we say to ourselves 
is massive and that voice in our head is our self-talk so is it nice or is it a cheerleader is it egging you on and saying oh you look you look good today don't mind if i do um but or is it saying something that's not so nice so think about that um and it will take some time to change that but be aware ask yourself Childhood trauma can be, you know, I think we've all got it. Whether your parents were together and you had a really happy, beautiful childhood, there's always going to be some kind of trauma or something. And it might not be so obvious. It can be quite benevolent and hidden under the surface. We all have something from childhood and we all have something that we need to heal or release. So is there something that, you know, that came from childhood that actually affects your self-esteem? It could be actually a very long-standing thing that you've taken through to your adult years. Abusive relationships, whether that's with parents, family, or romantic partners. And I don't mean abuse by just being violent, but the way someone speaks to you, you know, you could be have been gaslighted or just manipulated or had really quite toxic connections with, with several partners. And things like, you know, um, what you eat and how, what you're feeding into your body and, um, you know, if you're overeating, if you you kind of sympathy eat and things like that, that's not going to be good for your body. Being around violence, being around, um, you know, quite horrendous situations or just very quite disruptive, volatile and dysfunctional environments. Dating can be, can also affect your self-esteem. Look, I, I'm not a big fan of these apps, okay? And I'm not judging, yeah, many of you women that might be watching this could be like, I love to use the app. Look, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. Personally, I've never used the app and I never will. I believe that we can attract whatever we want without some piece of technology. Now, um, I feel like the app is something that you go to and you're like, oh, you're hunting because there's a feeling of lack. But if you know that you're enough and if you know and feel good, you just bump into that person or you might just get introduced through someone or you be in some some place or could be through any way shape or form if it's going to happen it's going to happen you don't actually always have to we're women we are meant to attract we are meant to be in our feminine you know it's we're not meant to be out there i mean look i'm not saying don't go out to certain events and then that way you're in a vicinity where you can meet like-minded people depending on where you're going but you know the dating scene can become quite toxic where you're just constantly just going on these dates and meeting people and it's just going wrong and wrong and wrong because you're kind of chasing um and even in that dating scene if you're really kind of really kind of in i'll be honest desperate just not wanting to be alone because you can't you don't know what it is like to be on your own and when you are on your own you're kind of scared if you're in that trail of thinking or in that sort of cycle and that's perpetuating, you can easily invest your time and effort and energy into the other person and want to just do stuff with for that other person and you just forget about yourself in the mix. And then that's not actually self-investing. That's just giving to another and you're actually giving away your energy, giving away your power. And that's not gonna help the relationship anyway because nine times out of 10 when that happens, it doesn't go well. Um, I know it for a personal fact. Um, and anyone that's been on a twin flame journey, I don't really talk about those things anymore. Why? Because I think, I think it's a label and, but it does talk about these types of things that come up, you know, real mirroring, real triggering, you know, giving your way your power, um, having something where you feel so strongly 
pull to someone that you don't know how to handle or manage it. But really, honestly, twin flame or not, that is just real signals from the universe that there is self-work, there is self-worth, there is a rise that needs to occur and an independence, a real, you know, a real, I'm gonna get the words right, a real embracing and a real capturing of your power, of your energy, of your true essence, right? And then when you do get that, nine, nine times out of ten, you don't even want that person no more because you've, you've vibrated to the frequency that is you in your power, that self-confidence. Now, self-confidence is going to take some time. If you're, if you're feeling like you're here or here or here, I don't know how that feels. However you want to, you know, maybe take a piece of paper at this moment and say to yourself, how do I feel about myself? Do I feel confident? Do I feel like I'm proud of who I am when I walk in a room or I meet strangers or I'm interacting at work or in social settings? Ask yourself how you feel. That's going to give you, you know, from a scale of one to 10. And then we can work through that. You can work through that. And maybe this video is going to give you some you know, other um, food for thought and just moments that you could reflect on thoughts to think about. Racism, prejudice is also another one, you know. I know being a brown-skinned woman and having experienced racism in many different places, work, socially, in other countries, whatever, or even prejudice where, you know, it's to do with, you. you know, it's not colour, but it's just preferential treatment and just these real, you know, People looking after their own and leaving people out. They can be that. Segregation, dividing, division. Um, just that whole feeling of you're not part of something. That division feeling, that feeling of separation. Any of those things, being ostracized, being kind of called out as something different, can really put this feeling of disempowerment, this feeling of insecurity in you. And... Also ask yourself as you're listening to this video, this podcast, this episode, uh, do I have any of that going on? Have I had any of those kind of nasty comments and do they still stick with me when I'm thinking about things in my head or the self-talk, when I'm looking in the mirror, do, does anything come back to me? Does it trigger me? Or when I'm faced with similar situations, even if it's not happening again, I'm reminded or unconsciously there's something that's connected to something in the past, right? So have a think about that. But building, you know, building this self-confidence, you've got to address those things. You've got to address the negative self-talk and you've got to show yourself some compassion. You've really got to, you know, what are those negative automatic thoughts? What healthy, balanced alternatives can you slowly begin to replace? to these thoughts, you know, nobody's perfect, I'm doing my best, everything's working out for me, you know, I'm perfectly imperfect, things like that. So you're sort of switching the way that you perceive yourself. And you know, when I make a mistake, I don't go, oh, you silly idiot or whatever. I just go, ah, oh, okay, shit happens, but I'm smart, I know what I'm doing, and it's fine to make a mistake. Do you see the difference? Um, and then engaging in your body and mind and healing is another way um, through building that confidence. 
And that is just really, you know, getting in touch with your mind and body. Try to find, you know, healthy ways to connect with your mind, to stimulate your mind. You might want to read something that empowers your mind, walking in nature, connecting with the earth, doing an exercise, making your body feel good. Um, you know, I'ma just say, I know other things that can make your body feel good and I'm, I promote it. I do think that it's important that us women know how to please ourselves on our own. It's a really good method of self-love and connection to ourselves. Um, and yeah, I I do it. I totally do it. And I know that it makes me, oh, the confidence I get. And it's just, and I know how to please myself. And I think it's important that we know how to please ourselves. I think the act of connecting to our sacral and that act of sexual energy and, and loving ourselves in a physical sense is also really powerful now some women may be like listening to this going i've never done that stuff well that's okay you know look it's something that is a journey and you can slowly start to think about what it is that brings you pleasure when you physically connect with your body and you know especially when if you're a single woman and before you're going to be with it and the next partner you know, this actually really helps for great libido and a great sex life and a great connection, especially if you know how to please yourself, you know how to connect and be present in that moment because that is focused to be present and connect with yourself. And it's great meditation. I mean, I, I tend to do it to get into a flow of meditation. And don't get me wrong, it feels good. I'm going down a rabbit hole here. A good one, a good, a good one. But it feels good and then I'm able to then just let go and then meditate and I, I i do all kinds of manifestation in that moment so i think it's it's great um building mastery and agency you know whether that's a new skill enrolling for a new course doing something online taking small steps towards your dreams you know building out your life visions like my three-year to five-year plan or whatever that is learning a new language visiting a new land something that's really going to broaden your horizons give you that feeling of you know confidence learning build you know build that kind of feeling of competency as well in new areas and just feel you know feel more um connected to learning new things and building a sense of breadth in terms of your knowledge and your experience and your skills Cutting back, though, on the people-pleasing and detaching from toxic relationships. I mentioned this before, but, you know, boundaries is important. So if you are in a situation where you're doing stuff to please other people and other people say, oh, well, do you know what? Someone said this to me today, right? And I couldn't believe this. Um, they said to me, I really like your hair and I really want to do that hairstyle. But, you know, I'm not actually considered i don't i'm not black she considered she was brown skin asian woman she said but i'm not black and i think that if i do my hair like this you know it, certain people have got something to say and they won't like it because they see they've got certain views on things and i just was like really and she was like yeah you know it might be a u.s thing it might be different in europe and i was like heck no like i know american women that black american women that i don't think that they would have a thing to say especially if the woman's brown skin i mean it looks great and i'm asian women from asian culture i know that they were braiding hair from babies and you know so i was just like wait a minute you gotta do what you want to do why would you stop 
why would you not do something or do your hair differently or not even explore to have your hair that way because you could look amazing with that i thought she was very beautiful i was like i think that style will suit you um because of these people um and their opinions and i was like maybe you might want to question whether they that you want them to be your friends and then she went oh and then she said something else to me later on about you know oh you know i can't show my mum these pictures because if i do she's going to see i'm wearing a bikini or a short top and i was just like aren't you like 30 i swear you just told me that i said to her i said to her i went wow like if i can't dress the way i want to dress and i have to hide like i can't be me and i can't and, and you can't be in your confidence if you feel good look at me right now wearing this top I've got no bra on but yeah anyway it's not that cold so you can't see my nipples and i said that out loud but and even if you could i don't care because i'm happy like this like it's actually better not to wear the bra i feel comfortable and i'm not i'm not making yeah you know, i don't look um indecent or it's not affecting anyone else i feel good i'm i know the way i carry myself and i carry myself with that confidence and with that you know swag so it is gonna if you're gonna be pleasing others about the way you're dressing or you're just holding yourself back, you, you kind of really wanna do something, but you're scared because you're thinking, oh, well, that person's gonna want this, or you're more worried about what other people think or their views, then you are people pleasing and you are holding yourself back from stepping into your power and into your confidence, you know? And someone said to me the other time, you know, I love the way that you change up your hair so much. I think it rocks so well with you because it's just the confidence you have when you constantly change up your look. And do you know what? I love it because it's like creative for me. It's fun. And I want to look and feel good. And you don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to have the same hairstyle all the time. So why not? Or the same look and the same outfit. I like to change up my look. It makes me feel good. And if that makes me feel good and look good, then boy, you know, it's great for me and for the for others that are seeing me because they're, they're admiring. They totally are, you know, so why not? And people appreciate those that really have that self, you know, self-awareness and self-authenticity of like, yeah, I know who I am and I've got my style and my swagger. That builds so much confidence. So yes, I understand if some of you are like, whoa, Steph, I'm way, way, way from that point, then do small things. It could be like you'd start to do your nails or you start to try different tops to wear or new colors, you know, and you're not trying to just dull yourself away in the background. Because if there's certain things that you really like and you're like, oh, but I can't, that's when you need to question yourself because you actually really like it. But somebody's telling you you can't and there's something that's a barrier in your thought process that, you know, oh, it's going to be this and that. Toxic relationships can really drain you out and really F with your security. You're like, you're real, you know, who you are, your self-esteem, your self-confidence, especially if you're with a man that down talks to you, says you're fat or is rude or just swears. I remember... I remember being in a situation, you know, years back, but the guy would, I'd just be, I hadn't done nothing, but then he'd just be swearing, just, he's just moody and rude. And I was just like, wait a minute, you're taking me out of my good vibration because you're just swearing right now. Like, really? And, you know, when you can start to see that, then you wonder to yourself, do I really need these people in my life? Look, right now we're in, you know, Pluto, is in retrograde in Capricorn for the final six months. 
we are clearing out this karmic transformation, this rebirth. Pluto has been in Capricorn for 50 years, right? And it's just, it's finally finishing up. It's been, if you look back at these 15 years, it's been quite intense. If you've seen a lot change, I know I have, but a good change, because Pluto wants to take away anything that's not serving us, anything that just isn't going to make us have the most fulfilling life and the most joyful of times, right? And be in our best alignment. So this might be a great time to connect with that astrology because it is a time of transformation. This is a year seven, 2023. Um, I'm actually recording this on the 777 portal, which is, you know, connecting to yourself and to your highest self. It's a highest level of consciousness. If you really know who you are and you follow your path and your passions and all of that good stuff, you know, more and more you get blessed by the universe. Uh, this 7-7 portal is an opportunity to obviously, you know, call in those manifestations faster. The next one's going to be my favorite, Lionsgate. So look out for those portals. I do do videos on that so you can learn more at that time and what that means for you and what you can call in or how to work with that energy in that portal. But yeah, the other thing is, is challenging, coming back to like, you know, how you build that self-esteem, challenge those stereotypes and the misogyny and the social stereotypes that you see in the world. You know, women need to be a certain way or you need to cover up or you can't have your hair like this or you can't say this or you, or you could have, you, why would you learn that language or learn this, this new skill? Actually, that's for men or that's not for a woman like you or or no one else is doing that. That's a simple one, no one else is doing that, so why would you do that? Or I've never seen that being done before. Oh, well. So be mindful of what society, and to be honest, one of the things that I think is important for self-esteem is being mindful of what you're watching on TV, because it's the TV and the social media, and media and entertainment that really messes with people's self-esteem. I'm telling you, social media, I've got fake freaking women. Most of these women with their with their fake bodies and bums and boobs and the whole lot, yeah? Don't be watching that because that's not even real. And when you talk to them, they don't even know what the capital of the UK is. They probably think it's Paris. So do you get what I'm saying? Like, be careful about what you are consuming because the way that this world works, unfortunately, the matrix frigging system has created this, you know, this system that really just brainwashes people to be in inferior, to not be in their power and to just be bots. And there's there's a lot of bots out there. They're not really humans, just saying. But I should talk about that on another episode maybe. But yeah, they just want you to just be inferior, subservient to a system that is just there to brainwash you and to make you not be in your power. So be mindful of what you are engaging there. And I think on that note, I'm going to wrap up. Those are the things that are important. And setting those boundaries, boundaries for yourself and what you engage with, um, but with other people, and especially people that are quite opinionated and really following this societal construct, right? They're the ones that say things and have judgments, especially the judgment, I mean... Don't get me wrong, I've come from a place where I've judged, and I'm sure you might have, but if you're around that, 
you're not going to feel confident to want to do certain things because you're going to feel judged or you're going to feel like you're around the wrong energy. So definitely energetic cleansing <laughs> of your social circle and what's around you because your next level up is not going to be aligned to a lot of what's around you, whether that's people, situations, ways of thinking, how you show up, your auric field and all of that. So... I hope that this helps and I hope that in listening to this episode, there's a few takeaways to build your self-esteem and your confidence. And you may already be doing really well, but this is just a bit of a reminder. And you know what? I think we always need to be self-invested. So whether you already got that confidence quite all together, this is just a good checklist just to remind yourself these are the things that are going to make you shine like the goddess that you deserve to shine like. All right, with that being said... I'm going to love and leave you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Peace, love, light and abundance. Ciao. Bye.